0: We are back and we're off and we're off and we're back episode four
1: coming at you hot
0: coming at you
1: hot coming at you lukewarm
0: lukewarm (laughs) well maybe that's our next theme that's a very biblical theme i will spit
1: you out of my mouth Uh,
0: okay all right as he literally has water Uh, lukewarm water lukewarm
1: (laughs) and i have uh, somewhat hot coffee is it is it trending towards lukewarmness which
0: is how i like my coffee oh i can set my coffee i can set this full cup of coffee coffee on my desk go get my oil changed (laughs) go have lunch come back and i'll still drink that more cold coffee yeah that's fine you
1: think you know a guy
0: if it's too hot, how can you drink that? If it's too hot, I, that's that's one reason I am in a Starbucks. This is not Starbucks. Or I'm sorry, I'm in a Chick-fil-A. It's a whole
1: different thing. I'm
0: in a Chick-fil-A cup.
1: Yeah, no sleeve. No sleeve. It's not no top.
0: Long. No dangerous around our computers, but
1: <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna shake the idea that you prefer. Yeah. Like that's the one thing coffee.
0: I love Yeti cups, but not in the winter. Mm, too hot. Too hot. I, yeah. I have to put ice cubes in it.
1: Now I will go with you on that. The coffee stays way too hot in the Yeti. I like it for cold drinks because it stays cold. You want to hear a story? Tell me.
0: So do you guys? <laughs> We're just starting this off. Chris is in a. He already said I'm in a weird mood this morning.
1: Peach himself is lukewarm today, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick him up.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. So when I was in high school had to get gas before I went to school. I lived about 15, 20 minutes away. So I had to go to gas station and get gas. This is pre-debit mm. credit cards. I for sure I cannot even remember school. what Right, that So was you that. had to go inside and prepay. Yeah. Right. Which it always kind of baffled me because I'm like, I don't know how much. That's I'm, so true. Much, but anyway, you have to go
1: back in when you pay too much and, like and give me my changed? 34 no, cents no. back.
0: So I just said, hey, I'll just put 20 on pump for whatever it That's was. That's
1: really what you used to be. like. Let me get five on number two. Yes.
0: <laughs> <it was> random. <laughs> Let me just get a little bit. Give me a school and bag. I walked in. I said, give me um, 20 on pump. And then I got some hot chocolate. This was cold. This was, it was, it it was get cold. cold up there in middle Tennessee, January, December or something like that. I know it's not coffee, but it relates to I, I'm tracking with you. the
1: temp. I'm tracking.
0: I'm walking out to my car. I drink the hot chocolate, <laughs> burns the mess out of my mouth. I slammed the whole cup on the ground. <laughs> I littered, my bad. I get in my, my uh, Ford Explorer and I drive away. <laughs> I make it about two miles down the road and I go, I never got gas. I never got gas. <laughs> You're so mad about the hot chocolate. I was so mad about the hot, burnt <laughs> top of my mouth, my tongue. I whipped it around. I went back to that pump and just pumped gas. Thankfully, no one had went to that exact pump to get gas. I'm just
1: not, like picturing Teenage Peach so mad about so much hot chocolate. Bangs,
0: <laughs> bangs and sideburns. Bangs the, and burns, baby. Bangs and burns driving the Ford Explorer I was so upset <laughs> and so now hot chocolate like you were
1: scarred you, you were scarred for my life.
0: mouth might still be scarred from that that was probably <laughs> 2002 oh boy probably 2002 ish that's it a, hurt
1: that's a solid 18 years ago wait no eight how long ago is that don't ask me to do math today. that's 18 years ago yeah man oh well, yeah that, that'll hit you like a ton of bricks
0: Yeah, because we're coming up on our
1: 20th. People have been born and graduated high school. Since that moment. Since you burned your mouth on hot chocolate. Boy.
0: All right, episode four (laughs) coming in. I was going to ask you a question, but you know what?
1: I think we know. We're
0: going to do a fun question to kick off with, but we will save that for a later date. Talking about coffee. I also like my, this is just a reveal about me. I don't know if I can take much more.
1: Soft drinks, uh-huh.
0: I prefer them room temperature.
1: Oh, I've noticed this about you, and I have, have wanted to ask, but it's too disturbing I, to I really don't, get if, my mind around. If I'm
0: at home, now we have a fridge down in our garage that we put our LaCroix and we put our Cokes in, and our leftover pizzas, and all that fun stuff in. Yeah. And I I will take a cold drink out of there. Okay. Like, great, because it's, it's for my wife and I, and so she wants cold drinks. But like, like you, you have... A plethora of Dr. Pepper under your desk. <laughs> that's not refrigerated. That's true. I would rather drink that.
1: that. That blows my mind. Why? It tastes different. Maybe you like the way it tastes. Like I, like I think it, it actually tastes like, different. I like it, it, spicy. I like it spicy. Maybe I like to tone it down a little bit with some coolness. All right.
0: Well, hopefully um, this was, this is on the tail end of Labor Day weekend. So mm-hmm. hopefully you guys had a fun Labor Day weekend. Pretty low key. I tried
1: brisket for the first
0: time. How'd it go? I had brought any I know. I'll try to bring you some tomorrow. Okay. It went okay. A
1: little overdone. That's exactly the, the two times overdone. I've tried brisket. It was like, it was okay. It's just not, you know, you've had good brisket and you're like, yeah. I'm going to get there. I'm just not there yet. The
0: taste, I don't think I put the the effort into actually checking the temps mm-hmm. and doing what I need to do. Because I was also doing stuff around the house and stuff like that. So anyways. Mm-hmm. Have that going? Nice. Hey, episode four. I said this for the fourth time now. This is uh, our last in our series of the I Am series. First series done. is over. We don't know if we're going to do series yeah. every time, but we wanted to kick off with this. Um, and so we're going to jump in. To the I Am series. Now, we kind of skipped a little bit last time because right. they played off the shepherd and sheep and the one before that. and
1: We bounced before, we bounced after. after. Then we got the, the middle of the Oreo cookie. Yes. And now we're now we're wrapping up.
0: Now we're wrapping up on the tail end. And so, um, if you happen to listen to this with your Bible open mm. or with the app, Cool Beans, you can go to that. Um, I'm going to be in John 14. Awesome. Then you're going to be in John 15. 15. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be back... To back on there, if you're listening to us at work or in your car, don't worry about it. We're going to read the scriptures. Um, we've said this for every single one of them, and I cannot wait to not say this after <laughs> I You kind of have to look at the surrounding yeah, bits sure. and what happens. And really, for mine, as I was doing, as I was doing the research for this, I said, "Man, I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over again because mm. I had the I am the gate," which really kind of opened the way up for like I. I'm the way sure. and I'm the only way out. Only way you're going to the father is through me. Only way right. you're getting in here is through me. And so I feel like I'm saying things again. So I'm going to hit, um, I'm going to hit these, uh, mine is I have the way, the truth and the life. I'm going to hit them very quickly. That's not three. That's
1: one. That's, that's <laughs> I, yeah.
0: He doesn't say I am before each one. So that's we're right. counting those as one. There you go. Um, as we kind of get in here to that. So, just to set the stage a little bit, this is like the night before the crucifixion. This is at the very tail end of mm. Jesus' life. And, and what you're going to talk about is literally like his last mm. speech yeah. talk to his disciples. This is a little bit before that. Sure. Um, it's during the Passover meal. Yeah, uh, Jesus had just washed his disciples' feet. This which, is like an action-packed
1: yes, section of this, Scripture.
0: This area, the last few days yeah. of Jesus, is just... So thick, so much stuff. And it um, makes
1: sense. Like if you were looking back to try to tell this story, man, the most magnified section of it would be this really tumultuous, mm-hmm. but meaningful time yeah. in these last few days leading up to his death and then ultimate resurrection.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and so you have a lot going on, washing the disciples' feet. He also pre- awesome story. He also predicts that someone at the table is going to betray him. Right. Um, and so he, he is already asking that and and Mm. and he is, his language is, I am going to go. Yep. I will not be here anymore. Mm. You will be by yourself. And they're kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? (laughs) And then they're just like, what do you mean, Jesus? Yeah. And again, we have the comfort or I would say comfort. We have the privilege of seeing the whole scripture. Again, they do not. So they're in the middle of going like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And we're like, hey, don't you guys get it?
1: It is funny though. And like, um, this is a big part of, of yours. It's like, I mean, we're pretty close to the end of Jesus's ministry on earth. These guys have been with him for years. And then they still ask these questions. It's like, now, wait a minute, what? So where are you going? You, you're doing what? <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and you get the frustration of, we we both have children. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> and then you have to tell them, well, first we're going to go here, and then we're going to go here, and then we're going to do this. What? When are we getting ice cream? Like, <laughs> yeah. we just say nothing about ice cream today, yeah. man.
1: But, like, they just can't get.
0: We have to go here first, in the store, then this.
1: This morning, uh, I was talking to my youngest, Jude. Uh, he's four. And uh, we were talking about my parents, his grandparents. Mm-hmm. And he was like, is grand sick? And I was like, no, grand's not sick. Everything's cool. And he was like, are we going to go see them? I was like, no, but they're going to come see us in a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, he took that and ran with it and told his brother and sister, grand, grand and pop are coming tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 how did that, how, how did we get there?
0: <laughs> were you listening to me at all? I don't know if your son Jude is like my son. Who's for Jack, the words he uses for time. Oh yeah. Way off. Yeah. way hey, off. do you remember last night when we did this and we're like, you mean two years ago <laughs> or then he's like, or he'll do something he did last night and he goes, I did this last week you did this last (laughs) night buddy and the whole concept they're close
1: it's like they get they get future and past but the 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 measurement is way off
0: measurement is way off measurement is way off so we have jesus with his disciples talking (laughs) there and really this verse in john i think this verse is the full premier expression of the whole theology really of the gospel of of this idea, and so John fourteen. If you start at five, Thomas said to him, "Lord, we don't know where you are going." Actually, you know what? Let's back all the way up to fourteen yeah, one. Yeah, Let's, yeah we got to hit there's all this. There's a funny
1: little. There's, I mean, it's just so funny.
0: Let's hit 14:1, and we'll start there. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God; believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going? And I've told you what I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Mm. Verse six, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me if you really know me you will know my father as well from now on you do not know him and have seen him from now on you do know him and have seen him Uh, philip said lord show us the father that we will be enough for us and that will be enough for us and that's in that's in verse 8 so we had this idea Mm. of again he's saying i'm going to prepare a place for you right Many rooms. We're going to go to this area. We're like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to go to this place and I'm going to come back and I'm going to bring you there and you're going to know the way. And then you got Thomas going, uh, which way is this? We have no idea
1: what you're talking about. Like,
0: where? <laughs> what kind of mansion are we talking about, buddy? Yeah. Like, where are we going? And not to blame them. Like, Jesus is talking some yeah. crazy things. Like, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to come back, I'm going to do this. Now, he's mentioned this a few times in his ministry with them but he's getting to the end of it. Like yeah. he knows tomorrow I will no longer be with you in the flesh. Like tomorrow is going to be my last day mm. and kind of setting them up for this idea here. So as we kind of talk about the way, the truth and the life, I just want to briefly kind of hit on those and just kind of see how um, it kind of ties into what we read. And then also again, how does it kind of apply to us? Cause sure. that's what we want to do. We want to figure out what's going on. Um, for us, when I think about the way, and again, he is talking to—we got to we gotta always keep this in our mind—he is talking to a uh, basically a hundred percent Jewish people.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Everybody. Yeah. Right. Which is crazy to think. It's kind of mind-boggling whenever I found out that like Jesus wasn't a Christian. <laughs> right. And like, wait
1: a minute now. Yeah.
0: Hey now, preacher man, what are you saying? Yeah. He was Jewish. Yeah.
1: He he just hey. Those, those scriptures that they're always talking about, those are the Old Testament Hebrew scriptures. Yes. They're not talking about the stuff that's coming out of their mouth right now. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's, you, yeah. gotta, you have to understand the frame and the context and the setting for Absolutely.
0: sure. Absolutely, and, and so him knowing the way, and for them, the way to get to heaven, the way for them to have eternal life with God, and God had said, so it's just really kind of two parts. God has told the people, You do these laws. Mm. This is what I command. This is what I ask of you. This is what I want from you is to do these things. We know the 10 commandments, but there were like 614 commandments. That's why they were always pressing on Jesus. Why are you working at this time of night? Why are you doing this today? You should be doing this. Why are you saying this? Why are you saying these lies about yourself and all these things? Because they're trying to keep those 614. Mm. And Jesus is like, I'm the new commandment. I'm the new way. Right you're not getting it. Yeah, I'm not lying and saying I'm a king. I'm not lying and saying that I'm the Messiah. Like, I am. So if you really want to know, you have to go through this. Um, and so the way to heaven for them was to follow these things. But for us, it's different. And he right. was telling them it's different. The only way is, is through Jesus. Right. I think back to what we did last week of I'm the gate, right? Like, I'm the gate. I walk through. You come in, you come out. Like, he is the only way only way to give um, to get us to where we want to go um, and he's the way to the best possible the best possible destination is through him right and, and for a lot of people um, if you were to ask them why are you a Christian and I think we may have talked about, talked about this before but a lot of people say I don't I don't want to go to hell yeah and that's not bad yeah but jesus offers us more as we look towards the end over here when we talk about the life, he he offers us more than um just the destination Mm -hmm. which is great but he offers us more here and he's saying you want to know where i'm going you want to know the path for your life Mm. i am the way and for us you know living in 2020 you know still kind of in this pandemic schools are kind of coming back but not everything is back and depending on what part of the country you're listening to this in you guys may still be on full lockdown yeah here in the south we're a little bit more renegades we're just (laughs) a little bit more open down here um but when we go on a trip you want to know what the destination is sure you kind of want to know that and and for us even at a young age even in like Junior high and high school, they try to pin you in a path for your life. Yeah. Do you want to be in finance? You want to be in business? You want to start doing computer science and coding? You want to go into doctors and science and all these different things. They try to pin you in to where is your destination going to be? And yeah. we're going to help you on the path that get you that destination. Right. And then when you get older, you get into college, it's the same boat, which I think is garbage. You shouldn't have to pick a major when you're 18 years old and do it with the rest of your
1: life. That's true. Yeah,
0: but they always just try to pin you in that. And Jesus says, I'm going to tell you the destination that you're going to go. I'm also going to tell you how to get there mm. and it's to me. Mm. You want to be with my father, be through me. Mm. And for me as a Christian, we have this whole book, which is great to know uh, about God. And it's great to learn who God is and seeing his grace and his mercy throughout the scriptures and seeing the big story that he already had planned that from Genesis, he knew about Jesus and planned on that. And in Revelation, you can see still the shadows of Jesus in that as well. And Mm. it's always over there. But for me, if I want to truly know the way for my life, not just the destination for heaven, but the destination for when I lay my head down today, what path am I on today? Mm. It has to be Jesus. Yeah. It has to be Jesus. We kind of make fun of those bracelets now that came out in the 90s, 80s. Like what would Jesus do? I've like still got a couple. There so you go.
1: Start wearing them again. Uh,
0: please. Bring I me I one. I wanna wear some. But like I wanna wear somebody else. But <laughs> but when I think about that, it's true. Yeah. Like, how are you following Jesus every single day of your life? And that's the way. Right. And it may lead you in a path that you may not you would ever be on? Which you're a great you're a great test of this. Mm. You were in a business world. Like I don't think you grew up wanting to be a minister. Yeah, that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you got into it, and yeah. then you started working, and you started volunteering at the church, and then you just got more into it, and then by you following Jesus, that led you through a path of school and the corporate world, and that, but has led you to now be a minister. Yeah, that's right. That you couldn't see that years and years ago. Yeah. So what is God leading you to? Mm-hmm. We don't know. But if it's closer to him, he's the way. Yeah, that's right. And so for us to kind of just kind of see that as we kind of think about that. Also in John 10, when you talked about the shepherd, right, he says, they will know me and they will follow me, right? Yeah. Like the sheep will they follow my me. Voice. Yeah. They know my voice and they will follow me. Are we following? Mm. Are we following him? Do we know Jesus' voice in every aspect of our life to follow him? Um, yeah, I mean, I just think that's, Just a good reminder, like your true north and
1: your GPS has to be Jesus. Yeah, we get that mixed up, you know? Like it's super easy to, even with our words, say that we follow Jesus. But like, and I guess this will, I'll touch on some of this, but like the fruit that your life is producing is really going to give you some insight into who you actually are following. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it's like, we need to be mindful and prayerful Mm -hmm. um, to consider like, you know, I I say that I follow Jesus, but like, how does that actually play out in the decisions that I make day to day?
0: Well, and I think that there's this tension. We're spending a lot more time on this than I thought we were, but (laughs) I like it. Um, I think there's this tension with all of us every single day to say, I think I have a plan for my life. Mm Which I think being thoughtful of your life on what you want to do and work and just all these things, sometimes we just try to plug Jesus into mm-hmm. where we need him. Yeah, that's right. Instead of letting Him be the way, right, and everything on the outside gets plugged in. Yeah. So my my work, which is different for us because we're ministers, we get paid to do this. But right.
1: oh, but it, yeah, we can still get oh, we can still get we mixed go. up. Oh, oh, yeah, we sure. can
0: still get mixed up. You're right. So so instead. Am I following Jesus? And then how does my work play into my walk with Christ? How right, does my right. family play into my work? How's my relationships? Yeah. How does my hobbies? How does my friendships? How does no every single thing? So those things are coming into my walk instead of me just trying to cherry pick sure. Christ and where
1: I think he should <laughs> be. Part of the buffet of life.
0: Yeah. So it has to be this reverse kind of thought there with he is, he is the way. Yeah, for sure. I'm um, dead. So now we have the truth. We'll, we'll Lots talk on, more we could talk about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> which you know, which I think that yours is going to be hits a lot on that as well. Um, the truth uh, again, Jesus. So if we kind of go forward a little bit um, to, I'm getting confused on where this is. Six, probably eighteen. Um, so Jesus is on trial, right? Uh, he's been arrested. Uh, He is a friend of Pontius Pilate. He's been accused of saying he's a king and trying to start this revolution. And they're kind of in this middle of this. Um, And Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Mm. Says you are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered. You say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Mm. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And the pilot says, What is truth? <laughs> right? And he says, What is truth? And Jesus answers this back in 14. Jesus answered this back here in in John 14 when he says, I am the truth. Mm. Right. I, I am the truth. Um, when when we seek to find truth, we can measure it against the words of Jesus. Mm. So when we want to figure out what truth is. Yeah. Does it compare to the walk and talk and life of Christ? Right. That is our scale. That is our measurement. That is our barometer on what is truth. What is truth in our life? What is true that other people are saying? And I know that, you know, Jesus spoke a little bit about this and we read in scripture about f- false prophets and, mm. you know, and like false teachers saying, sure. you should do this and that. And saying, oh, it's the same today. Yeah, You can go on YouTube and you can go on podcasts. You mm. can listen to us and be like, <laughs> is, is this for real? I mean, I know we're called the Bible buffoons and we're reading the Bible and we're talking about it, but is what we're saying mm. in line with Christ? And yeah. I think that's what we try to do while we read scriptures and we walk our life is try to align our steps and our way and the things that we say and do in line with what Jesus says. Cause he said, yeah. you want to know what truth is? It's me. Yeah. So he is our go-to for that.
1: Yeah. I think everybody has something by which they measure truth it could be science. Yep. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Um, a political affiliation. Oh, yeah. It could be a certain uh, channel. A certain channel. Yeah. It could be um, your parents. Yeah. Um, but to follow Jesus is to say that um, the truth about who I am, yes, and how I move and interact in this world is complete and wholly contained in the life and story of Jesus. And
0: And you need to know this, listeners, (laughs) that by truly saying he is the way, he is the truth, Uh you are going to get pushback. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Even from Christians. Yeah. Because living a true Jesus way is pretty bonkers. Yeah. Even to Christians. Mm -hmm. Right? They're like, whoa, why are you giving this much? Why are you doing this? Why are you saying Mm. these things? You shouldn't like that. You should be there against... Yeah. Why are you loving that person? Like, yeah. Have you read anything about Jesus? Yeah, man. He loved everybody. He did all that. And so, that's the kind of fulfillness that I want, or to be filled by the Spirit and by God and Christ. Of like, man, help me to 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 know the truth and to mm. walk by the truth. Yeah. Every single day.
1: Yeah, and I think that goes back to if if we if He is our Shepherd, if we are His sheep we can recognize his voice. Yeah. We when we see what's going on in the world, we can either hear his voice through mm-hmm. it or it's unrecognizable to us. Yeah. I think I think that's what what we're promised.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then at the end he says, "I am the way, the truth, and I'm the life." I'm the life here, right? And so for all of us we want to have life. And I kind of talked on this a little bit about for me again there's this tension and mm-hmm. wrestle with I think Jesus there is really telling them you want to get to heaven. It's me because he's talking to the Jewish audience Mm. and that's what they are concerned about. And I think this is part of what Jesus is talking about too. Like you want to get there. You can't jump the side gate and get in. You got to go through me. Mm. You want true life, true life with God in heaven. Then there it is. Mm. But then I think as the word is living, I think we are taught and I think we read more that there is true life to be had today.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: That we aren't living today just for heaven. Mm -hmm. That's going to be great. Yeah. But are we living for day? Are we living for today? Are we following him today to have true life now? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we're going to be rich. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have sickness and death and hurt and heartbreak and pain and and people backstab us and things go away. We don't want to go. No, we live in a broken world. Yeah. But to, to have true life, to know that we're going to have the eternal life with him is only through Jesus. But to have a fulfilled life here again is only through Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Because he's the way. And mm. so we kind of have to have a mental shift on what we think of a fulfilled life means. Mm-hmm. It's not by the world standards yeah. in houses and bank accounts and cars and vacations and whatever that may be. Mm. It's Am I walking with him every day? Yeah. Do I know that he's the truth and this will give me full life? Yeah. And so there's a lot of pact in this right here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but it's really good. It's really good. really like this, um, we kind of, we didn't arm wrestle, but you would have won this arm <laughs> wrestle on who <laughs> we get to talk about the vine. Um, uh, we both love this scripture. Uh, again, I've preached and talked on this scripture multiple yeah. times uh, on the one that you're going to talk about. So I'm excited. Yeah. We may go longer today because... We had to talk about my mouth being burned. Um, <laughs> we had to. We had to. We had no choice. That was part of it, and then we also got to talk about the vine. So yeah. we could talk about this for another two hours. Yeah, we won't. We hope. But <laughs>
1: I we'll hope talk I talk about this. Hope I do it some justice. But uh, yeah, so this is our final I am statement. This mm-hmm. is the final, the seventh of seven I am statements that Jesus made in the book of John. Uh, each of them is unique. Each of them offers uh, reassurance and comfort to the ones who would hear it. Um, And I think it's pretty cool that we still get that reassurance and comfort um, when we go through these texts uh, today. But I'm going to kind of land the plane, hopefully, with I Am the True Vine. Uh, So, But just to talk a little bit about, uh, just to kind of revisit some of the things you mentioned about the setting, Uh, This section of scripture, John 13 through 17, is sometimes called the farewell discourse. Mm -hmm. And you've kind of already talked about how time is running short. Mm -hmm. Um, These are Jesus's last days. These are his last hours, his last moments. And the setting here is uh, specifically with John 15. What I'm going to share is this is one of the last times that Jesus is going to share in peace with his disciples and this is the final moments before his betrayal and his torture and death and ultimately his resurrection and man I don't want to make too big a deal out of this but as I was kind of preparing for this um, I got a little emotional <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, because I just have a really different picture of Jesus these days than I've had for a long time and um, I cannot read this section of scripture without thinking about Jesus cherishing his final moments with his disciples. These are his people. Yeah. He loved them. He spent years walking and talking. And they and, could have left at yeah. any
0: moment and they didn't. And, and they, they have stuck around with him.
1: They're precious to him. Mm-hmm. And I just think about how special and precious these last few moments would have been and how deep of an impact these final moments would have left on the disciples. So really like the frame here is if you were going to (laughs) die, what would you tell the people closest to you? Yeah. Right. If you knew that your time was running out, what would you want them to remember the most? And then we get this chapter 15 in John So have that in the back of your mind and I'm just going to read some of this and then we'll just talk a little bit about it and hopefully have a good conversation. So Jesus says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he's thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. So we've talked about this before. Jesus, like brilliant preacher, Mm -hmm. brilliant youth minister, if you will, and uses everything at his disposal around him to prove a point Uh, to show what the kingdom of heaven is like, and to teach a lesson. And so this idea of of, a vineyard is something that would have been extremely familiar to his disciples. People would pass by vineyards as they walked around the countryside. Some of these people that are listening to this may have owned a vineyard. Many of them may have worked in a vineyard.
0: And... and And I read years ago that this could have even been, they used to have vineyards on their rooftops. Yeah. And so this might have been, they were in the upper room having dinner. uh They got done with the Passover. They got done with their meal. And then they walked out just to be out in open air. Yep. And this could have been right. Like Jesus looks to his right and sees a grapevine. (laughs) Right? Like So so this could have been just right there. Not that they had to go to a vineyard, but he could have been right there at it.
1: Yep. But, but the imagery here is something that they would have been completely familiar yes. with, but it's also really interesting to me that if you know anything, you really don't even have to know I don't really know anything about vineyards, but mm-hmm. you can easily tell when a branch is fruitful and when it's not fruitful, you can see it right absolutely um and then you have to understand that um these branches that aren't producing fruit, they're still drawing resources away from the healthy fruit producing things. So that's why the gardener comes and, and, and will we'll prune and cut these things out of life. So right off the bat, you have the familiarity with this type of gardening and this type of, of plant. But there's also a familiarity in scripture with the vine. Um, in the Old Testament, Israel itself is frequently depicted as a vine. Now, caveat, it's typically not a positive reference. It's, okay. it's often a negative reference. One example is in Jeremiah 2, when God is saying about Israel, I planted you a noble vine, holy, a right, a right seed how then have you turned into the degenerate branches of a foreign vine to me? There's also uh, references in Isaiah 5, Ezekiel 15, 19, and uh, 12. Um, and then there's even this, there was said to be this great gold vine on the front of the temple. So it's possible that uh, that Jesus was in sight of that. But when Jesus says that he is, the true vine, that implies that there's a false vine. Yeah. And we've talked about this a lot. I'm not gonna pick on the Pharisees anymore, (laughs) because this is totally relatable to us. If Jesus is the true vine, there's certainly false vines. And here's what I'm gonna propose today. I'm gonna propose that we're all Connecting ourselves to something. Absolutely. Right. I don't yeah. think I don't think we're just out there loose loose vines connected to nothing. Yeah. Um, but the question is, what are we connected to? Are we connecting ourselves to this source of life and power uh, that's going to allow allow fruit to be produced? Through us. Now, notice I said through us. We're not the ones that is actually producing the yes. fruit. We are connected in a way that allows that fruit to be produced through us. Or, or are we connected to these false vines that produce anger and bitterness and envy and mistrust and hatred? Or are we just like connected to ourselves? Are we, yeah. we self absorbed and do, do our thoughts? and actions revolve around our wants and our needs and our will for our own lives.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't have the, I don't have the actual the actual number on this. But how many times in those verses is the word remained used? Yeah. I think it's like 12 to something times in the five or six verses. Like yeah. when you read this, if you see a word repeated so much, you might want to underline it. You want to wake it up. It is just remind. Or, <laughs> not remind remain 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 in me yeah. remain in me I in you remain in me and that yeah and that's just a good reminder of yeah. we got to be connected to the source yeah we got to be connected to him yep you are connected to somebody yep you think or about it something. think about it yeah. you are connected to something which yeah. could be your family and not everything is bad yep not everything is bad mm-hmm. your family grades your hobbies grade but if that's where you're drawing your source from, mm. or if, if that's where you're drawing your your um, energy from right. and your life from those things, it has to be Jesus. Yep,
1: that's right. So Jesus says, "I'm the true vine. Abide in me. Yeah, remain in me. That's what you're talking about. Be in relationship with me. Share your life." with me that's what it means to abide mm-hmm. with him to remain in him when we abide in Christ we find strength and purpose when 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 we're weak and we abide in Christ when we get grafted into the vine like yeah. scripture says yeah. we become strong but on the flip side of that when the strong are separated from the vine no matter how strong you think you are, you become weak because you lose your source.
0: Well, and also think about the setting of him talking to his disciples. Yeah. He knows this is it, guys. Yep. Your world is going to be, if it wasn't already upside down following me.
1: <laughs> Just once, get ready.
0: Once I'm gone, it's for sure going to upside down. Yeah. And you're going to be tested and you're going to have more questions and you're going to be questioned. And you're going to be all these things. You're not going to know what to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Remain in me. Yep. Remain in my teachings. Remain in who I am. You will be strong, just like you said. You'll be strong if you stay with me mm. in the chaos of the world and the chaos of not knowing what's going on and just the questioning of what's happening. Remain in me, which yep. I think this verse is huge for us in the middle of this pandemic. Totally. Of a lot we of got, a lot of got a lot of options. We got a lot of options. Who
1: we want to connect to. Absolutely. What sources of yeah. information and hope and yeah. pain, you know, all those things.
0: And just saying, remain in me. Yeah, this is who you need to stick with. Yeah, um, to just get that source, that life source from.
1: So I think it's 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 really interesting to me, or really brilliant, or smart, or whatever you want to think yeah. about it. That Jesus chose this imagery of a vine and branches, and not a tree and branches.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah.
1: If you think about it the branch of a tree if it gets separated from the roots and the mm-hmm. trunk it still has use you can make something out of yeah. it you could burn, burn it for it. firewood mm-hmm. um but a branch, but uh but a, if a if a branch of a vine becomes disconnected it's basically useless, useless. Yeah. you can't do anything with it and so the imagery holds up it's like we ain't no branch of a tree we we are this fragile Branch coming off this vine, yeah. and if we get separated, there there's nothing there's nothing that we can do yeah. apart from that power. So that's sort of part one. Part two is it makes a big deal out of producing fruit, mm-hmm. and um, the evidence of fruit in your life is evidence of a healthy connection back to Jesus as the true vine. So I got to ask the question, what, what fruit are we talking about, right? So if, if this uh, evidence of fruit is the, uh, the evidence of that connection, I want to know what the fruit is. And I think um, we've got two things that Scripture tells us that the fruit in our lives as relationship with Jesus grows can be and first it's the fruitful character of christ within us so we see the word love used nine times in this chapter 15. yeah we see the word joy used in this chapter 15 and then we go back to a series that we did here locally Mm -hmm. the fruit of the The Spirit." spirit so there's this internal um evidence of who we are as people, how we approach the world, our demeanor, how we well, treat people. Well, not internal, yeah. almost like an external. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. People should view
0: it. It should be oozing out of yep. us this fruit yep. that's only produced through the Spirit in Christ.
1: Yep. So if you've got that healthy, strong connection with the true vine of Jesus, you're going to have that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control. And self-control, right? So that's your measuring stick for, for that, that internal, going external uh, health that you've got and how you treat others and how you treat yourself. Absolutely. The second thing, though, is you're going to have a fruitful ministry of Jesus through us. And uh, we see that Jesus himself in Matthew, he said he came not to be ministered to, but to minister. So if we're going to walk as Jesus walked, we got to know what has God equipped you to do in the kingdom. It can be totally different from person to person. Absolutely. There, there are not these nice clean boxes where we say this is ministry, this isn't. Man, that's a big wide world out there, and God could be calling you to do something exactly. God is calling you to do something right where you are with the talents and gifts that you've been given. But what we see is that this healthy relationship with Christ, if we as we abide in Christ, He's going to abide in us. That's what it says. And when He abides in us, we get to experience His love and His peace. And while we experience His love and peace, He's ministering to those around us. And guess what? We all get to eat fruit. We all get to eat fruit. We, we all go. get to eat fruit. That's what I've got. But like, just to yeah. kind of land this... I am series. I want to go back to kind of where we started in John 20 and verse 30. Because what's the point? Absolutely. What's the point of all this? Why 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 were these things said? Why were they written down? And mm-hmm. John tells us at the end of chapter 20, he said, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And that by believing, you may have life in his name. Man, the reason that he said all these things and that he did all these things and that somebody wrote them down was not so that me and you can sit here and have a good chat, it's so that you would believe, so that these things would touch your heart. And man, going through this has been so fun. Yeah, it's been awesome. And impactful for me personally and I just hope that you know, if you're hearing this and, and you're considering what to do with it, man, they're written down so that you believe Jesus is who he says he was.
0: Absolutely. Go back and do your own study when we kind of look at John and, and look at these seven. There's so much more that we could have Oh yeah, just hit and touched on and we didn't. But there um, is a ton in here. So go and just do your own study Yeah, um, and have this.
1: Man, the book of John will take care of you. Yes. Read it. It's so good. It's so good.
0: Uh, well, hey, we hope that you guys enjoyed the series. We're going to be back next week yep, with something w- new. with a mystery. You guys don't we even don't, know. We don't even know. That's not true. We, <laughs> hey, don't don't tell them that. We know exactly what we're doing for the rest of the year. It's not true. Uh, but, hey, thanks for listening. hope this uh, was a blessing to you guys. And we will catch y'all next week. Remember, review us where you can review us. Share it with Um, your friends. Share it with your friends. Uh, Again, it's cool to see people in New Jersey and Michigan and California. And we're trying to get to all the states. Mm. We're going to get there. If you got some friends in some other states, text them. Montana. Hit hit somebody up in Montana. If you got some Montanas or some north and South Dakotas, hit them up. There you go. And say, hey, we want you to listen to this. But hope you guys have a blessed day. See y'all
1: next week. See y'all.